So let me first explain a few things about Medicare. Medicare didn't come into be because government wanted to handle the payment of your health care, even though my philosophy is health care belongs with the government. My philosophy, I'll just say it straight out, is that health care belongs with government. And here's why I believe it. Government is not some crazy entity. Government is we, the people. Now, when you go buy a pizza, if you don't like what Pizza Hut is selling, you can go to Papa John's. You can go or you can say, I don't like any of these pizzas. I'm just not going to buy the pizza. I'm going to go ahead and buy me a sandwich. And if the sandwich prices are too high, you'll just go ahead and say, I'll buy me a loaf of bread. I'll buy me some Vienna sausage and some cheese and I'll make me a Vienna cheese sausage sandwich. I have those choices. These are choices that I can make. Those things belong in the private sector where I can get a whole ton of different types of pizzas, where I can get a whole ton of different types of sandwiches. That belongs in the private sector. I want a car. Do I want an electric car? Do I want a car that's red, pink, blue? That belongs in the private sector. However, if I'm driving down the road and get into an accident and I break my leg and I break my neck, that does not belong in the private sector. Several reasons, because at that point in time, I don't have a choice. I have to get health care for my neck. I've got to get health care for my arm. So therefore, whoever is going to provide that service can charge me whatever the hell they want to charge me because I am in a state where I'm at a must. Right? And not only that, most of the technology used in healthcare. I repeat, most of the technology used in healthcare was designed and provided to you by research dollars you as a taxpayer already paid for. I know you see all the ads that tell you the reason why we have healthcare or private healthcare and why it's so high is because research, uh, we have to research and we have to test drugs. Most of that is a lie, a provable lie. Most of these companies, their largest budget is in advertising, is in marketing, is in bonuses. A little bit of that money goes to research and development. Most of the research and development monies generally comes from you, the government, you your taxpayer dollars. There's not a question about this. There's all a fidgety math that they like to use, but ultimately we, the people, government pays for that, that drug that Moderna is making a lot of money on for COVID. You know who paid for most of the research on that drug? You did. Your uh, uh, RNA technology did appear out of magic one year after COVID was instantiated 
by some great company who created this drug. That's not how it happened. Moderna had our mRNA technology that was funded by the government for decades, and, and COVID was a great test case to put it into action. Okay? And the testing of all of that for it and COVID is what occurred at lightning speed. The technology proper did not come at lightning speed. It was developed over decades and decades of research dollars that you paid for. Okay, we're talking about Medicare Advantage, but I need to give some background. Okay, now, now. Why do I say healthcare belongs with the government? Again, it's because at that point, you don't have choices. And likewise, we already paid for much of this. Now, but we allowed private insurance. The, the politicians were bribed, all of that. We allowed private insurance to take care of these issues. Good. Private insurance meant what? It meant that I am going to take a chance on you paying me a certain amount of money every month, and I'm going to make the bet that you won't get sick or enough of you that are paying me a bunch of money every month won't get sick enough that I have to spend all the money that you pay me in premiums into getting you healthy again. That's what insurance is. It's a company making a bet and you making a bet. You are betting that you are going to get sick and that insurance company is going to pay more than you are paying that insurance company. And that insurance company is making a bet that they are going to pay less for your health care than what you're paying in premium. And in the aggregate, that is exactly what happens. They have actuarial tables that say, if I have a thousand people, about a hundred of them are going to get sick. If I, and that the cost of that hundred is going to be X amount of dollars. I charge more in premium for collecting that X amount of dollars and all of the, whatever I don't pay out to, to get you healthy goes into the pockets of the shareholders of the private insurance company and into bonuses for the executives. That's the insurance, the private insurance model. But there's a funny thing about health. As we get older, we in the aggregate, we get sicker. As we get older, we get sicker. And as we get sicker, it costs more money for us to get healthy. So insurance companies, because they are a profit engine, insurance companies are not there to do a good deed. When, I, that's why it drives me crazy when somebody says, I love my insurance company. Your insurance company was not designed to make you feel good or to do good by you. Your insurance company was a business model to make money for a few people who own that insurance company or a few executives, even in the nonprofit insurance companies, a few executives who run that company and the bonuses they get for spending less than they take in. All right, because that extra money goes to the shareholders and it goes to the executives. Insurance companies are not there. So you're not there to like your insurance company. You're there to make sure your insurance company pays the bill. Nothing more, nothing less.
It's a transaction. There's no love there. But insurance companies decades ago, they realized we can't make money on, on old people. So we don't insure old people. Or if we insure old people, we charge them an arm and a leg. Now steps in the government. We the people. We the people says, now, since the private insurance company won't take care of our old people, you know, the government is always left with the things that are expensive. The government is always left with the things that the private sector doesn't want to do or doesn't find profitable or they can't make a good dollar on. So Medicare came into existence. Medicare came into existence and it started out just for old people and then it changed into taking care of more, more things. But Medicare came into existence because the private sector would not insure all of you old people because you cost too much and they would have to have a too high a premium and a lot of people would go without paying the premiums and just die. And they want to take your money before you die. Otherwise, there's no money for them to take. So they, 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 let it, they allow it to slide. Let the government take care of people over 65 years old. So they created Medicare. And what Medicare did is Medicare paid 80-20, just like standard insurance companies. You, they, you pay, they pay 80% of the bill. Now, a lot of co companies now, a lot of doctors will just take the 80 and, and they know that people are struggling and they may not take the, tw the, the 20 percent. They may forgive or they may take your house. I'm, I'm kidding, but you get it. 80, 20 is what standard Medicare pay for. And while senators like Bernie Sanders and others have been trying to get Medicare to cover dental uh, a vision and ears, the private sector paid off senators not to give those services so that they would have a selling point for Medicare Advantage. Let me stop a second. Medicare uh, did not provide those services as baseline. In other words, uh, they gave you great health care. You can go to any doctor. You can have any medicine. You can go to any hospital under standard Medicare. So how is the private sector going to come in now? They see it as a lucrative market. The baby boomers are getting old. That's a bunch of people to insure. Imagine if we could get back into that market. It would be a pana It would be a landslide of money. Okay, and that's what they did. They paid off the government to create Medicare Part C. Let's back up. Medicare Part A hospitalization, Medicare Part B doctors, or the reverse, I don't quite remember, is, is given, you, you get that, that's that standard Medicare. Then, of course, you have Medicare Part D you pay for, for drugs, and, and, and then you get a Medigap to pay the 20%, right? And you have private insurance that would take over that gap for you. And if you get that private insurance at the time that you get Medicare for the first time at 65, they have to give you Medigap and they have to give you Medigap at a, at a reasonable price, what the, co the co current price is for everybody. But here's a kicker. The private sector sees, smells blood. Johnny, I'm coming to you, but I need to finish this narrative. The private sector, the private sector 
goes ahead and they see money. Oh, how can we scam again? How can we scam again? And they say, uh, wait a minute. I can go ahead and tell the government for every old person, let's categorize them into three. Kind of sick, very sick, extraordinarily sick. And you give me a fixed amount of dollars for any one of those, for each one of those people that decide to voluntarily leave Medicare standard, meaning traditional Medicare, and come to Medicare Advantage, the private sector insurance. In other words, Medicare Part C, uh, Medicare Advantage, it's not Medicare at all. It is just private insurance paid for by our Medicare dollars. Again, Medicare, standard Medicare is paid for by the government and you pay for what you use. Medicare Advantage is private sector healthcare, just like your standard private insurance that always gives you trouble to get healthcare where you have to beg to get healthcare. All right. So they created Medicare Advantage, Medicare Part C. And they charge the government a fixed amount of money for a whole pool of people. So everybody that signed up for Humana, everybody that signed up for Cigna, everybody that under their Medicare Advantage plan, the government is giving them X amount of dollars for each person. That's why you see between now and December 7th, commercials and ads everywhere on TV. They're spending billions of dollars on trying to get you. That shows you how lucrative it is. Billions of dollars to try to get you to leave traditional Medicare to go into private sector healthcare instead, so that they, for each person that they get, they build the government either you being sick, very sick, or very, 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 very sick. And what they try to do is classify you as very, very sick to the government so that they get more money for you. At the same time, they give you the treatment of being somebody not very sick. That's how they make their money. And how do they advertise to you? They go on TV and at, no, at nauseum, they fool you. They first make you believe that Medicare Advantage is Medicare. It is not. That you have all kind of great features with Medicare. It may seem like that at the beginning. Think about this. To get you in there, even buying you groceries. They're giving you club memberships. They'll give you a, a, a stipend to get some groceries. That's not what you want healthcare for. Healthcare is not to get you groceries. Healthcare is just that, healthcare. And because they stopped the government from giving you vision, uh, ears, and dental, they also put that together, but they don't tell you that there's a very small limit to your dental. After a while, you can't, you can't spend over a certain amount. Have you been to a dentist lately? And then they also do the same for your, your ears. I mean, it, it is a racket. It's a scam. Now, there are people who love it because they don't have co-pays. The guy, one of my, my um, good friends who call and says, I love my Medicare. I don't have co-pays. He's doing fine. But here's my brother. He, he eats very, very healthy. He's thin. He's in great shape. He's older. Of course, he doesn't need a lot of coverage. So to him, the little coverage that they give him is great because, again, he stays here in Houston. That's how it is, right? 
so it works for him because standard Medicare or Medicare Advantage would work for him, right? But for most people, and when I say most people, that's what I mean. Most people are so programmed that if the insurance company tells me I need this, then I get it. If they tell me I just don't need it, I do without. If my doctor thinks I need a particular service and the insurance company doesn't think so, I am I'm doomed. I do without. Medicare Advantage then comes and, again, they control what doctor you can see, what medicine you can get, how often you can get it. All these things are controlled by them. People always say, I don't want government controlling what I do. The ironic thing is that under standard traditional Medicare, the government controls nothing. Your doctor does. Under Medicare Advantage, some private exec, and now they're using AI to kind of deny you coverage. That's what they're using now. AI to deny you coverage based on stats and all these kinds of things. So that is the reason why, to the listener, why I, I promise you that Medicare Advantage is a scam. If you like it now, wait a few months or wait a few years. Wait till you get an illness worth, uh, worth true insurance, and you'll see what we're talking about when we talk about the fraud that is Medicare Advantage. And remember this, all frauds have honey. All frauds have honey. We have to find a way to entice you to come. We have to try to find a way to indoctrinate you. It is imperative that we do that or else we don't get you. But for every one of you that we get, some salesmen get a bunch of money. The salesperson that's convincing you when you go to your navigator and they tell you, uh, well, you know, this Medicare Advantage plan for your financial situation is better. Da, 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 da. You know, they, they, they convince you. They have a financial reason to convince you to take something that's a fraud, a scam. And you know who pays for it? And you know what? It bankrupts. It bankrupts all of us, whether we are 65 or younger. Because we constantly have to pay more to pass all that money to the advertising that you see on TV every single second of the day. We have to pay all the money to those executives. We have to pay all that money to the shareholders so that they can make a dollar off of you. And we, the taxpayer, subsidize these corporate fiends. It's a fraud. And yes, it works for some. Yes, it works for some, but in the aggregate, it falls on its weight, just like private health insurance right now. For most, they either don't have it as if like here in Texas, where it's the highest uninsured rate for people under 65. Or it's a fraud on you. So that's the explanation I wanted to give on Medicare Advantage. If I if I was not clear, if I was fuzzy. If I need to uh, clarify something, the phone lines are wide open. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet 
with her progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. <laughs> 